I'm excited. I'm excited even though we've just done one. (laughs) (laughs) Officially our third guest, but we have had... You'll probably get put up next. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to leave. Alex. Alex. I better be up next. I better be up next. Yeah, you will. We just kind of... I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, should we start with like an intro from yourself? Uh, Can do. Yeah. um, So... I'm sure you're going to link a couple of socials in, in the description of, of, of myself. Um, but I uh, have not been in Australia very long. Obviously, me and Ev have met through being at uh, Surfers Paradise, yeah. uh, playing football. Um, and as soon as he meant, as soon as I heard that he did a podcast, like, you, you saw my reaction. I was yeah. like, yo, I want to be on this, man. Get me get me going. And um, yeah, so it, I'm obviously from the UK. Uh, I came here in March um, and I'm living with family currently. Um, I'm here just chilling and playing football and meeting people, and having that's just yeah, having a good time. That's so you've been here three months. I've been here three months. Yeah. Fuck. So me, and George, <laughs> me and George don't even really know each other. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. We we barely know each other. We literally met playing football. The only time I talk to Evan is usually to hassle him that he's not making passes correctly or he's <laughs> not crossing the ball at the right time. Or... So where do you play? So we're both fullbacks, so he goes oh, left okay, back, right. I play right back. So it's okay. it's one of those things where we can kind of relate yeah, like that. True. And, but yeah, we can we can relate and I am usually but I have to shout yeah. to get over to Evan. And sometimes <laughs> he has to cover me from corners and that's great. Yeah. Cause I I can trust him to cover me if I'm taking a corner and I'm like, I can't be asked to run back. Cheers, Ev. Me and George are the two fittest players on the team. We are. <laughs> Matt, Matt Heenan would agree. I think he would. Mm. Probably like maybe. He would agree, a hundred percent would agree. Yeah, I think as a fullback, I mean, it can be what it. Let's face it, it's one of the easiest positions to play on the pitch. It is. It is one of the. You can make it an easy position, or you can make it a really difficult position. Yeah, that's it. I think we both, if you watch us play, I think we both make it quite easy, um, because we don't. <laughs> We're pretty good. We we <laughs> we we, we, on, we only go forward. <laughs> we don't we don't come back. Um, no, we we both we both, To be honest, I was quite surprised when I when I first saw you play, that we were both relatively similar in the way that we play as a fullback. As yeah. in, we're both, it's 80-20, it's I want to go forward, then I want to come back. You want to be a and it's, yeah, yeah I, want to, I want to go up and I want to spend most of my time crossing the ball rather than stopping them crossing the ball. Yeah, that's it. And so I was quite surprised. I was like, that's good because that's how, that's how I would set up my team if I was a coach is I want two fullbacks that can really get forward. Because I think it's a huge asset to the team. The last thing I want as a as a manager is to is to sit there and watch my fullback sit in my own half. Yeah, hundred percent. That's horrible. As a manager, I think it's probably one of the worst things you could possibly have, apart from a, a midfielder that just doesn't want to shuffle. Yeah. But yeah. It's funny you mentioned initially, like you said. So I, t- I told George, I was like, oh, I told everyone, I was like, I got a podcast, and there was like two reactions. There was 
like just ripping on me. Yeah, I thought you copped a lot of shit. I did cop a lot of shit. Like, he did. I copped yeah. The thing is, so does everyone when they start something. Yeah, new. That's yeah. True. So does like when you start something new, you're like, you know, because at the end of the day, you, you start something new, you're buzzing, right? Yeah. You're buzzing. You want to do it. You're, yeah. you're really buzzing, but because that makes other people feel comfortable because they don't want to do something new. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I'm just gonna bring them down. You're shit. <laughs> that the other. And I'm just like, Evan, just get me on the podcast, man. Yeah. Just get me in. Let's do it. And it didn't take long, did it? No, nah, it was like a. Two probably weeks. about two weeks yeah two it was about weeks. two weeks um well i didn't know how serious you were i was yeah you said it and i was like oh because like, to be perfectly honest i don't think it would have happened if i hadn't messaged you yesterday yeah you know, or no no not every day it was, it was like, friday it was friday. friday i think i messaged you and then you, were you away or someone was away yeah i was away yeah week, so we yeah. couldn't do it but so it's just george and alex that reached out to you from the afternoon. yeah yeah that's probably all of me too is that it <laughs> 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 yeah I, I just think you just gotta you just gotta wing it and I think yeah. a lot of people will will reach out when they just want to. You know, I don't think you should you should never force anyone to do anything yeah. they want to do. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, you want to make this podcast great for obviously the people watching, and you're not going to get that if you're forcing someone to be here that they don't want to be here. Yeah, it would just be an true. awkward conversation. Um, but no, we we said we'd come on and talk about football, and we'd just talk about stuff. And yeah. As as we you know reference from the start, you know we we've basically just done that while we're waiting for Bailey to come yeah. home. Yeah. Um, we Apologies. talked about we, <laughs> we, we talked about all sorts of stuff, um, which everyone I think would have wanted to have heard. But we're yeah. going to go back through it. Yeah. We're going to go back through it. We're definitely going to go back through it. Um, so should yeah. we get into soccer? So I think we should. You sound like a bit of an, yeah. an expert. See, um, we, we couldn't we can't talk about football slash soccer unless we've got an English person on the podcast. Yeah, well, no, I don't, I don't, that's I, legitimacy. I, I just to want it. to say, I just want to say, can we? It's, it's football. Uh, <laughs> that, that's what it is. It's football. I walked in and heard the Pommy accent. I was like, ah, sweet. It's, it's football. <laughs> that's all it is. We don't need to call it soccer. It's football. It's got, you just um, have to clarify. We've, our audience is probably NRL based. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah true. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But yeah, football. Man, you're a my new supporter. Yep. How's he your said, year? Hey. How's your year? Uh, Chelsea supporter. <laughs> um, no, I think as a as a Man United fan this year, it's been it's been up and down, literally up and down. I think from this from when Mourinho left to Solskjaer coming in, I think it was uh, from from anyone's point of view when you get. When you think you're at such a state with a manager that you thought you were in with Mourinho, which today I would probably disagree with. I don't think we're in such a state. Yeah. When Mourinho yeah. when Mourinho left, he said his greatest accomplishment was finish second with Man, with Man United. Yeah, and, and and at that point that and at that point we were all like, "You're kidding me, aren't you? Know you have to go." Yeah. And it got to a point, and, and now you just think, "Well, maybe he's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he was right because." But then, you know, Solskjaer came in, and he he really bumped the team up for what was it like eleven? I think it was 10, 11 games on the bounce we won, yeah, and including Champions League, including yeah. Champions League. And I was, I think, I was um, at a point as a Man United fan. You think, well, is Fergie back? Yeah. Do you get that? <laughs> do you get that Fergie back feeling? And yeah, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> well, um, I, I was, um, I've heard a bit about it today I've listened to a few podcasts And they stated that when As soon as Solskjaer got announced as permanent That's when it all went straight back down mm-hmm. And it was almost like That the players were like Okay, we're happy to please the manager And put in 100% Until um, until the season's finished And just get to a Champions League spot But when they heard he was going to be Their full-time manager It's like they, were, they reconsidered yeah. Him taking them forward yeah. If you know what I mean Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think as a from playing football 
for you know my whole life pretty much until you know as, as from as far as I can remember it's and the matter I've played under many managers and the the thing that you want to do for your manager is you all you never really you've got to feel like you never want to let your manager down and I don't think I, I, I think Solskjaer has that with the players um, but I just think it, there, need, there needs to be more I think I, I, I personally I think as a Man United fan we're, whole, we're, we're clutching onto straws that aren't there anymore yeah. you know we're, we're trying to get Fergie back that's what we're trying to do and it's never going to happen we're not going to find Fergie again Fergie yeah. was a one-off um, I'm not I'm, what I'm not saying here is Let's sell out to the to let's sell out as a club and you know let someone buy us you know an Arab buy us for you know billions of dollars and then fund the club and make us Man City because yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you know Newcastle have just announced that they've I think they've just been bought I'll out haven't that. they? You know yeah, before you know it, give it two years they'll be winning the league. Yeah. And um, by, I think it's by the, the Man City owner's cousin. I think it is. Oh really? Yeah. If you if you look into it, I think the Man City Prince. Man City's owner's cousin has bought Newcastle. It's ridiculous. And I just I just think everything from from a football perspective, I think the whole club has to be run by footballers. Yeah. Whereas and Man United isn't at the moment. You know, we've got a head of football, Ed Woodward, who doesn't know anything about football. I've seen um, Mourinho's comments about him the other day. Yeah. So. And it's it's exactly that. He's not a football minded person. You know. Yeah. Ahead of football, you know, to put it put it into perspective, Liverpool and Man City have three football directors. We have we don't have any. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Well, we do, but it's Ed Woodward. Yeah, and he's not a football director. Yeah, and that's I think that's that's not definitely not the stem of the problem. There's a lot of problems in in the club. You know, we've still got backroom staff that Moyes brought in. We've still got backroom staff that Louis Van Gaal brought in. We've got members of the club that you know came in from all these different managers, and they're just clearly not working together um, so I hate to say it but I think it's going to be about another 5 to 10 years before you're going to see Manchester United either winning or coming close to a title again do you think it's that long? I think it's that long I do think and that's coming from someone who adores United um, I think it's going to be at least 5 years because I think it needs a cleanse you need to really cleanse the club how did you feel as a United fan when Sir Alex Ferguson was in and then he pretty much Self-appointed David Moyes. How did it? Were you? Did I, don't, you... I, I don't think we gave. I don't think we gave Moyes enough time. Um, well, he didn't get a full season. He didn't get a Everyone full season. Exactly. Season. I they don't think we gave enough. him enough time. Um, and you know, I, I just—it's one of those things where you, as a as a United fan, you sit here and you think, well, you want the best for the club. Of course, you do. Mm-hmm. And but you can't just keep cycling through managers to find that, you know. It took it took Klopp three years to win a trophy with Liverpool. Yeah, is it, it three or four? I think it's four. Th- this is his fourth th- year. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, it and he's only got one trophy, one trophy out of it, which is the Champions League, yeah. which is one of the greatest bar the Premier League. Yeah. Um. And it took him three years, you know. But if they if they had sacked him in the first year, they wouldn't be anywhere near close to where they are now. Yeah. And look how powerful they are now. I'm not saying that would have been the case if Moyes had stayed, yeah. because it probably wouldn't have. No. <laughs> you know, Moyes isn't Jurgen Klopp, no. but you know that—that's what I mean. It, it, I think every manager does at least deserve a season and does at least deserve a transfer window. So you're saying yeah. be patient. Be patient. I yeah. think that's—I think that's a moral of life rather mm. than just in football. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he should have been given more time. I think he should have been given more money. 
I think well he didn't have any money to spend because he didn't have a transfer window to spend it in. Yeah, so uh, what I am interested to see now is what Solskjaer does over the summer period of what he who and you know I think we just signed a, a young Swansea lad James I think is, uh, yeah, Swansea, yeah or something like that and he he looks bright I think I think I've seen him oh he's oh, he's a forward is he I think he's a forward the young he's a young lad I think his second name Jay I can't remember his full name it was only announced the other day. Um, but I've seen a couple of clips of him on my Facebook, and he, he seems sharp, he seems young, he seems bright, and whether he'll fit into the squad or not, I don't know. Uh, I think we've definitely got young and bright talent, but whether that, whether that wins Premier Leagues or not, I don't know. He's definitely have talent. Yeah, 100%. He definitely will have talent. I mean, it's just whether he wants to work hard enough for Solskjaer, because I think that's what we're lacking in the squad. You yeah. know, no Premier League, and you can't sit me here and tell me that any all the Premier League sides don't have talent, even the bottom ones. They've got yeah. talent, but it's whether they want to work hard. Mm. And at the moment, and towards the end of the season, I don't feel like everyone... That's what my problem was with Mourinho. I don't think what people wanted to play for him. Yeah. And when Solskjaer was appointed, people wanted to all, all of a sudden play for someone again. Yeah. We get three games on the... We get 11 games on the bounce. He gets announced permanent... And then everything's back to normal again. That's, yeah. that's weird, eh? And oh. I, I, you, how can you go eleven games on the bounce? And then as soon as he gets signed. And then as soon as he gets appointed, you go, oh well, fuck this then. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's almost like they just wanted to please the fans, but then maybe they thought that he wasn't up to taking them to that next level, so they just went about yeah. how he wanted to go. And then once he was announced permanent, it was almost like they were, they thought amongst themselves, saying he can't really take us mm. to. To win yeah. a Premier League title, why, why should we perform for this sort of a exactly? That's I, what I, it felt I, like. But with 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 Mourinho, you know, he's 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 won everything there is out there. Yeah, he's yeah. won absolutely how everything. How can how can you how can you set like he's been? He, he he carried United to numerous trophies. You know, we did the Europa League with him. We did numerous other trophies with him. But it was a case of we had a bit of a crappy end to the season or a crappy season. And all of a sudden, he's you know the, the devil, and you've got to get rid of him. Yeah. I, just, I, I just think he, he he definitely lost the changing room, and to per, you know I can't I can't speak from experience because I don't know what having a changing room feels like and having to set out a side and train a side and and manage a, a team. But I can't imagine it's an easy job. Yeah. <laughs> Especially oh, when you're getting paid stupid amounts of money. Well, see, it's funny like. You think Mourinho won a Champions League with Porto, and Porto, yes, you know, they don't like. They're not exactly. Respect. They're not exactly Barcelona, are no, they? No, are they? So it's almost like Mourinho does better at a club where the players have to respect him rather than he has to respect the players. If you know what I mean, like yeah. how that comes across. Yeah. I think. I think it, it, it comes from. Um, well, he he's, Mourinho did, has done exactly what he did to United at Chelsea. He was there for three years. He plummeted the club. And then he gets sacked. Yeah. So it's almost like, well, are you just repeating a broken record again? Or I don't know what his next steps are as a manager. It'd be interesting to see what his next steps are as a manager are. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see where he goes and what he does. What's going on with Pogba? <sighs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot's going on with Pogba. I think. Is he staying or is he fucking gone? I, as a, as a Man United fan, I'd, I'd like to see him go. Yeah. If I'm honest, I'd like to see him go. I, I think he he hasn't he hasn't lived up to the Pogba that was at Juve. He hasn't li- he yeah, hasn't lived up to that Pogba. Great. It's ridiculous though how good he is for France. Like when yeah. he, that World Cup, exactly. He was so good. He was like a leader. Yeah. He was completely level headed. He wasn't you know. 
that was one of the problems with I had Mourinho. Is he was he was always playing Pogba out of position. He was always playing Pogba too deep. Mm-hmm. And for me, Pogba is you know your centre attacking midfielder, and yeah. that that attacking emphasis of his game needs to be emphasized, emphasized rather than his defensive game. Um, which is why I think having Pogba and then maybe Herrera and Matic behind him was a good was a good base as a side because yeah. I think Matic is a great defender. Herrera does a bit of both, but yeah. Pogba can't defend. Um, he, he 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 can ping a ball like yeah. I've never seen anyone do before, apart from skulls. Um, so and I just think he needs to be in the in the attacking half more than he's in the defensive half. And Mourinho was playing him in a flat two, and he he just wasn't getting forward enough. And yeah. one of the things so that's that's one of the changes that Solskjaer made immediately as he came in was he played Pogba higher up, and he was scoring two three a game, yeah. or one or two a game, and then occasionally he'd get a hat trick. Um, so I think that you know the the proof's in the pudding. Do you think he will stay in the Premier League? In the Premier League, though, I don't think he will. Because I was watching some highlights the other day, and it was like, oh, it was just on Pogba. It was like he wants to put the World Cup behind him, and all he wants to win is a Premier League title. Um, again, he has no destination, but like, no, again, again, yeah, true. He, I think he, he of any of of all people should know that he's not probably going to win it at United for another two, three years. Yeah. Um. So if he want, if he, if he's willing to wait, fair play to him. Um, How old is he? But uh, I'm not he's sure. He's, 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 yeah, he's, he's not old. He's, he's relatively early 20s. Um, but I don't know whether you saw, but I think it was maybe three three months ago, his his agent was put on a transfer ban. Okay. So I think there was something to do with the media where his agent was put on a transfer ban. So even if Man United wanted to sell him, the only way they'd be able to do it is if Pogba probably sacked his agent. Okay. So it's almost like, well, Pogba's got to sack his agent to go anywhere. Yeah. So, and he has, as far as I'm aware, I haven't followed it, but he hasn't sacked his agent yet. So that doesn't, that to me says he doesn't want to go anywhere yet. Yeah. Because he can't take him anywhere. Um, but no, I'm interested to see what happens next season. I am. Because. As a fan, right now, you're, you're looking to next season. What are the key positions you want to sign in? Because I don't think he's really need to make that many changes up front. I think he's had the attacking I think, power um, to, to score goals. I think we've got enough a, goals to win the Premier League. I think we've got a solid goalkeeper in De Gea if yeah, somewhere yeah, if someone doesn't come sweeping yeah. for him soon. Um we definitely need a right back, a hundred percent. Um Valencia's too old. Ashley Young can't, you know, cross I a love road. Valencia. <laughs> <laughs> I love Valencia. Valencia's Valencia, don't get me wrong, he was the most like he was the best conversion from a winger to a fullback. Anyone had ever done. Yeah. Um, he was a great fullback, but he's not. He's not got it anymore. Yeah. Ashley Young can't cross a road, let alone cross a ball. <laughs> he just can't. Old, eh? Ashley, Ashley Young's getting on a bit now. Isn't he captain now? I hope not. I hope not. He's been on FIFA for fucking years. <laughs> I just, I just think, no, right back's definitely a position we need to sign in. I'd like to sign a centre half. I know we've got three or four we've got Lindelof we've got Phil Jones we've got Chris Smalling and we've got Bailly Bailly's the most prone injury player in the world I think um, definitely keep Lindelof I think keep Lindelof and I I, I, I I do like Jones I just don't think he's up to it yeah. um, I, I would like to see United sign a you know a late 20s you know mid 20s late 20s centre half that's playing at the top of their game at the moment that's why I was so um Excited when I saw that we were looking at that Netherlands centre half, the young lad, uh, Delia, oh, De- 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 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
He's only he's ridiculous. He's the captain of Ajax, and he's not. He's the captain of Ajax, and he's yeah, he's incredible. He's a leader too. Like have you seen how he approaches everything? He's just a leader. He he. I was excited when we announced that because I thought right here we go. We're actually looking at signing some decent players here. Um, I like Luke Shaw. I think he's great. I think he's a great left back. Yeah. I wouldn't change him. Um, defensively. I think that would be sound for me if we were to keep that for next season. As we buy a centre half, and we buy a right back. What are your thoughts on Harry Maguire? I like him. <laughs> I think I think that'd be a great signing for United. Just like he's he's like um, he's like a good level of toughness. Yeah, I think he's he got, got a score bit of both. a header in the box. I think he's got a bit. I think he's got everything that a centre half needs. Um, I'd yes, I'd, I'd I would like Harry Maguire. 100% like Harry Maguire. I think that's achievable too. I think that's, I think that's massively achievable uh, unless somebody else comes sniffing. It's, it's that again, we yeah. we haven't got Champions League next season. We've pff, barely earned Europa League next season. <laughs> um, so it's almost like, well, why would you come to United apart from you're going to, you know, sit on our legacy of being the biggest, cl- one mm, of the biggest clubs yeah. in the world. Yeah, um, good point. So why 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 else would you come to United at the moment? That's the question that you would be asking anyone that's looking to come to United is why. That's it. Well, what about I think that United, other than their defence, I think you need like a really hard working midfielder. So you've seen what Kante did for Chelsea mm-hmm. and I you've seen what Naby Keita did in Liverpool. Yep. And I think if you've got someone in like that, I don't know who the person is, but no, I mean, I don't either. I think <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, you, you, you got you like you got you got your likes of you know your caters and your and your Kantes. You know, they they're great players, but they won't leave their clubs. Yeah, Kante can't leave his club because Chelsea are on a transfer ban. Cater's not going to leave a Champions League winning team. He's not going to do it. Um, I think the players like that, you know, I. I kind of want to put him in the same bracket, but then I don't at the same time. But Jordan Henderson, I think he's a similar, as in he works hard. Yeah. All he does is pass sideways, but he can't, he, he will literally run his ass into the ground for your team. Yeah. And that's what I liked about Herrera. But apparently we don't want him anymore, and he's going, he's going to PSG. So it's almost like, well, what, what? <laughs> you sit here from an outsider and you think, who the heck is running that club? It. Because what are, you, what are your thoughts on Alexis Sanchez as a signing initially? Mm, See, he, he was a tough one because it was like, on if he went to Man City and didn't get paid as much as he's getting paid at United, I'm confident that he would be. I'm confident he'd be on the on the on par with Raheem Sterling right now. Yeah, mm. and he'd be like what he was at Barcelona. What he was at Arsenal. Yeah, you know. I, I, Again, I just think it's one of those signings that it's it's almost like Jose Mourinho made that signing to stop City getting him, <laughs> not because he not because he wanted to use him, because he wanted City not to have him, yeah. and for for that reason alone, it's a case of he would have been a great player in Pep's ethos. He would have been a great yeah. player, and he would have sat in. He would be playing over Mares. Yeah, he would be. He would. He would imagine. Imagine that you've got Aguero down the middle. You've got Sterling down the left, and you've got Sanchez in form down the right. Then you've got Kevin De Bruyne or your Bernardo Silva so or your David Silva down on on you know coming up behind him, and then you've got your Fernandinho's coming behind as a, as a CDM. Then yeah. you've got a back four of Vincent Company. Um, what's the other lad? I can't remember his name. John Stones. John Stones, and then they've got another one. Um, Laporte, oh, Laporte, oh, Laporte, Laporte, and then you got Carl Walker and French Benjamin Mendy. Yeah. 
I mean, what change would you make to that side right now, apart from putting Messi and Ronaldo on each wing? Yeah. What's, what would you yeah. change? There's not much you'd change about that side, and there's not much you'd change about the coaching staff either. You've got you know, one of the greatest in Pep Guardiola, who possibly is one of the greatest managers ever. Yeah, he definitely is. 100%. The, the, he's already top ten, and he's he's already he's already top ten at least. I think he's he's had a massive influence from um, Johan Cruyff because he, he taught he was under him at Barcelona. Um, Johan Cruyff again being one of those managers that just wants the ball on the floor, he wants the ball on the floor, wants his team to play football, and wants his team to embarrass other teams just by playing football. Yeah. And in you know I remember Jose um, I remember Pep saying that. He will only coach his team up to the final third. Anything after that is their own problem. It's, it, they will co- he will coach them of how to get the ball from the keeper to the final third. Anything after that is their own. That's where they express themselves. And I think that just shows why Pep's so successful. Yeah. I think to give, to give your players a license to do whatever they want in the most dangerous part of the pitch is ballsy, but you've got to trust your players. Yeah. You know... If, I'm, you know, you're not going to coach Aguero. Who, who can coach Aguero at the moment? In the season he's just had, you're not going to coach Aguero to score goals. You don't, I mean, the, the, the amount of times I've seen Pep coach Raheem Sterling, he was he'd be on a training ground with him for hours and hours and hours about rece- about dropping off your fullback and coming to get the ball and getting yourself a yard so that you can turn and face your fullback and run at him. You know, and I know that the worst thing for a fullback is someone to run at you and be able to use both feet. It's horrible. As a, <laughs> it's absolutely hard. As a right back, yeah. if, if my left winger that I'm against is left footed, fair enough, and he, uh, bear in mind he can't use his right, his right foot, I'm going to keep him on, I'm going to just keep him on his right foot. Yeah. yeah. And keep him on his right foot and keep him going and force and him to use it. And 10, that first touch on their opposite foot is just fucked. It's awful. And then that's <laughs> where you crack it and take the ball off him. Yeah. But I, I just can't imagine what it's like playing against Ronaldo. <laughs> because like alright he's running at you okay yeah let's shield him down the line he crosses the ball someone still scores Benzema heads it in mm. or he'll put it in from the fucking corner and or okay well that one didn't work let's try him going on the inside he cuts inside he smashes it puts it top in where do you go with that yeah. what do you do apart from snap him at the halfway line and injure him yeah. so he can't do anything and that's that's one of the things you know why I completely think you know probably some of the viewers are going to disagree and there'll be comments hating on me at the moment <laughs> but um, Ronaldo is better than Messi Ooh. I'm going to say it I'm going gonna, to say it Ronaldo is better than that. Messi <laughs> see it's, there's a there's a few ways I look at it I think that Ronaldo is like an example of how you can work hard to become the best player in the world mm-hmm. but I think on pure talent Messi has more talent than Ronaldo I think he's more talented. I think, I, yeah, okay. I think I can agree with that. Um, I think I Messi Messi is a magician. I'm yeah. not sitting here and saying that Messi's not good because that would be stupid. But what I'm saying yeah. is, I think Ronaldo. From if you're looking at a, an, a footballer, if you think of a footballer, you think of Ronaldo. I think he's more of an athlete. You know, Messi doesn't necessarily win lots of headers. Um, I think Ronaldo is an athlete. I would rather have Ronaldo in my team than Messi. You know, you can sit there, yeah, Ronaldo doesn't work hard. He doesn't need to work hard. You know, I, you, the amount of team, every team that Ronaldo's been a part of, the team has been built around him. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at, even when he was 18, when he was at Man United, it was built around Ronaldo. It was get the ball to him and let him score. 
It was the same again when he went to Real Madrid. Yeah. It was the same when he went to Juve, and it's the same at Portugal. Every single place he goes, they build the squad around him. Look what look what happened to Real Madrid when he went to Juve. It's a good point, and I'll tell you what that also brings up is how the fuck did Luka Modric get the Ballon d'Or, and then so he's the best player in the world, wins the Ballon d'Or yep. that year that. Yep. that Ronaldo leaves they're mm-hmm. fucking shit they're, they're not even exactly they yeah. lose to Ajax in the exactly. Champions League yep. I mean Ajax then but that to me run, that to me is just is a prime example of there, there is an I in team yeah. <laughs> um, but no no, there's, there's never an I in team however <laughs> in victory though <laughs> in victory um, but if you were to take Messi out of Barcelona squad that, yeah. if you were to take Messi out of Barcelona squad would they be as good as they are do you know what? I'd probably say they would be. Because I, I, Messi, Messi is, a, is an incredible player and he brings amazing amounts of assets to the side. However, Barcelona, I wouldn't say they build their team around Messi. Would you say they do or they don't? I think, cause I, I think, I think Messi suits Barcelona very well because they don't give him the ball all the time. Messi's so good off the ball. If he had the ball all the time... He just get tackled all the time. He yeah, yeah. he's so good off the ball that he creates so much space for himself that he can be good on the ball. Whereas Ronaldo can just get the ball and run. Mm. And for me, that's why I think he's better. I just think he can do it on a different stage every single season. He does it. He's at the same stage on a, on a season. He'll do it at Juve. He'll do it wherever he is. He can single handedly carry his own country to titles. Euros, yeah. Look at Messi at Argentina. Yeah, we're gonna clip that too. <laughs> Let's clip that. Yeah, Let's clip it. Let's Let's clip going that. on Facebook. That's gonna be the. Those. That's gonna be the teaser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll clip that. And and that's it. You know, I, I I genuinely think that he's better. Not better as a better as a footballer. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. See, I've always been on the, the messy messy side of that so spectrum. Mm-hmm. But I said that, and like a lot of our friends aren't on that side. They're yeah. all Team Ronaldo. And I said to them, I said, if Ronaldo goes to Juventus and win the Champions League, I'll say that he's better. Because you know, if he's done it in three leagues, yes, yeah. legit. So you can say you can kind of you kind of have the same argument with Ronaldo that you have with Messi. It was that Man United who were world class when he was there, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Real Madrid. They weren't necessarily world class when he came, but that's that year he came. They made insane signings, like they signed Kaká. Yeah, they signed. That was a big year. It was like two thousand and nine. It was a big year for him. Yeah, and then they weren't good for a while, but then you know they went four and five years in the Champions League. Yeah, built around Ronaldo. So. I don't know. I'm now. I'm, I'm more fifty-fifty than I've ever yeah. been on that yeah. topic. I think. I yeah. I think uh, you've got to also think about the Real Madrid side of things. That when Ronaldo left, Zidane left. Yeah, that's true. So, mm. uh, is it fifty-fifty? Is it Zidane was very good at what he did? Yeah. Um. You know what I would. I would love to see Zidane in the Premier League. I'd love to see him manage a team in the Premier League. I was excited when we had as a United fan as a vacancy for a manager, and he was you know talk of the media. Yeah. Um, because I like his style of football I like the way that he always wants to go forward I like the fact that he doesn't want to keep the ball he doesn't want to set out defensively at home which is one of the big things I didn't like about Jose he'd come and play five at the back at home why? why would you do that? people have got a fear to come to Old Trafford they've got to really not look forward to coming to play at Old Trafford because they know they're going to be in for a fight and you can't be in for a fight as a team if you're playing five at the back Yeah. unless your fullbacks are you know, Marcelo and Danny Alves Let's get this um, shit part out of the way. Before you named a um, really good Man City team, mm-hmm. and then like they're stacked as fuck. Yep. And then, well, how many points did they win by in the end? 
one or two. Does that just show how good Liverpool are? As a it team? does just show how good Liverpool let's just, are. Let's just get over and down with it. Let's it talk about do, Liverpool. No, we'll Liverpool. Liverpool <laughs> my, my uncle will enjoy this part if he listens. But Liverpool for me this year have been. I hate to admit it, but they've been incredible. Yeah, it's they crazy. have been like, insane. It's not the team that I don't like. It's just the plastic fans. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's, 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 because, that's, because that's all we know. Like. Honestly, the amount of times I've heard Ali, Ali, Ali this week <laughs> and the week before, on a, it's like it's like no, trending number one on the viral thing on Spotify. That song by Jamie Webster. It's it's trending in the UK as number one. I'm going to go home <laughs> at some point and just think I'm just going to stay away from every single Liverpool fan I know. Because you're just never going to hear the end of it. Yeah. Ever. You're not going to hear the end of this now. Especially as a United fan, you're not going to hear the end of it. Do you know what I'm happy about, though? I would much rather Liverpool win the Champions League than the EPL. Like, yes. I really do. 100%. Really? 100%. Yep. The, it's still the Premier League's a bigger a... trophy. Yeah, okay. The, tre- the, you know, the Premier League is like a, you know, it's a th- what is it, like a 38-week competition or something like that? Yep. Or a stupid yeah. week competition. Um, and the, what I love about the Premier League is you could go away to Watford and lose 3-0. As Man exactly. City, yeah. with the squad that Man City have, you could go to Watford away and lose three 0 but you can't. That rarely happens in the in the Liga or f- yeah, the French League, saying. or the you know you don't often see Juve go to the bottom of the table and lose. It doesn't happen often. Although that did happen at the start of this season. You know how Juventus went like fifteen games unbeaten. Yep. I chucked a multi on. <laughs> of course you chuck, did. Chuck. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I know Juventus last leg they lose to like. Fucking Palmer or someone <laughs> away from home, one nil, and I'm and it was the first game that their winning streak was over. That's fucked. That's, that's, just, that's gambling. Just, that's just, yeah, that's it. That's that's your own fault for putting money, <laughs> for putting money yeah, on. But um, no, I, do you know what? I, do, this is this is the question that people ask me a lot, and I still don't think I know my answer yet. Who would win out of a match between the man, the current Man City side, or the unbeaten Arsenal side? current Man City side you think I think so obviously you're an Arsenal fan yeah I'm not that big of a fan though I I just think I just think I just think you can't compare them well yeah I think football has changed football has it like you're not going to see the likes of what's his face you're not going to see the likes of um, Kevin the Kevin De Bruyne's and the and the Bernardo Silva's go up against Vieira like imagine what that, that battle's going to be going to look like like Vieira back, back football back then, you couldn't make the tackles that, or you can, you can make, you, you could make yeah, the tackles no. that you can't make now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, the game would be just so different. It's always evolving, yeah. That's like all sports. Do you think that the, it's kind of hard the last 20 years? I don't know if, but before that, so like we're talking about Messi versus Ronaldo yeah. before this. See, when it gets ridiculous is when people compare Messi and Ronaldo to say a Maradona or Pele. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. I think that is ridiculous. I don't think, you know, or the likes of George Best. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not realistic. Yeah. It's not realistic. The game has changed so much. Defending has got better. Attacking has got better. Tactics have got better. Surfaces have got better. Everything about the game has been I, yeah, you can't compare the two. You just can't do it. Everything about the game is so much different now. I mean, what's your opinions on VAR? That's a tough they fuck one. a lot. They fuck up a lot, eh? I think it takes too long. Well, I tell you what, if they're gonna do it, they gotta do it fucking right. Yeah. yeah, they have to make they they have to be consistent with it, and they can't be doing it and then sometimes not, not doing yeah. it. You know, yeah. if you're gonna do it, do it every time. Yeah. If you're not gonna do it, don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, 
I don't know. You, like, we're talking before the podcast, and you said you don't follow the A League, right? Yeah. But not the A League, not the last grand final, one before, right? Mm-hmm. There was a goal in the grand final that clearly was not a goal, mm. and you know that cost them it, the game. And then it went to VAR. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. So it went to VAR, up. and then they still fucking got it wrong. It was just like yeah. And that's like, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. So it's the same with offsides. I mean, I think the most, the, 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 I get what they're trying to do with the liners at the moment about not putting their flag up early because they don't think they're offside. But what's the point in having liners? That's the most annoying thing as a defender. You 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 use fifty percent of your bloody lungs to get to a ball, <laughs> yeah. and he's offside anyway. Yeah. But you made that run because the liner hasn't put his flag up, and he's running with you. Yeah. It's almost like, well, if you're unsure. Be unsure, but yeah. like, what's the point in having linos if you're not going to put your flag up until the video assistant in your rear has told you he's offside anyway? Mm-hmm. Like, just don't have a lino. Yeah. And the most useless refs are the ones that stand on the side of the goal. In the what? What do they do? What do they do? Stand there with that fucking baton like this? <laughs> like, what the fuck do they do? Like, seriously, stand there like this and wave it. They don't do anything. Like, they if, used to. I mean, I guess there's, they they literally do not need to be there anymore. No. They don't. They you only need one ref now. <laughs> yeah. VAR can tell him if he's offside. Yeah. That's it. If we speed up that process, I think VAR is a great thing. Yeah. Just like goal line technology was. When I that came first. The process, consistent. Yeah. I'm in for it. It's good the, for the game. And the process of a referee has to go to halfway, watch a fucking TV, and then... Yeah. That's like... <laughs> yeah. You're looking at a TV, like, making a decision. How do you make that decision when you've, like, the crowds, like... You know, big, exactly. You know, yeah, how do you it's, make that? I think um, I think what would be good is every single referee should wear a camera like the police do. I think that would be brilliant. So they have like a body cam. Yeah. Here, and it actually tracks what they say as well. So it's yeah. got a microphone on, and then oh, okay, we can yeah. really see the effing and blinding that goes on on the pitch because we get we at our level we get booked for the things that we say. If we say anything too bad. I mean, too bad, you know, as in F you, ref, this, that, and the other, you get booked. You get three weeks. But, you, you know, we can all do a little bit of lip reading. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. can all do a little bit of lip reading. And they clearly say it at the top level. Yeah, but they don't get anything for it. Yeah. They don't get anything for it. And you know what also really annoys me about the top level of football? Foul throws. Yeah. Foul throws. Every <laughs> single throw-in that comes out of a professional footballer fullback is wrong. Either their foot's off the floor or they throw like this. That's like a... But they never get picked up on it. It's like a pride. It's like, he's a professional. He can't fucking throw it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a professional. Just let him get on with it. Yeah. But I, I never see them get picked up for it. And it's something that you teach, you're taught as a kid. Keep yeah. your foot on the floor when you throw the ball and make sure it's fully behind your head. Yeah. It's not hard, is it? It's not difficult. <laughs> it's really not. But, you know, they make up for it, I suppose, being professionals and all that. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But, um... That's about, probably about a football bit over. I think we're. I'm busting it all pissed too. Yeah, same. <laughs> Hasn't seen Gary V. I'd recommend that you go and, go and look at him because he's he's somebody that can just influence you in many different ways. He's influenced me in life stuff. He's influenced me when it comes to my work. Um, and when it when it comes to when it comes to being around people, I think is is massive. And that's just how he's influenced me anyway. What I like about him, he puts, it's pretty basic. Like, the way he explains it, it's... Like, it is, you know, it's so basic. To to no, it's so basic. It. It, it, it's almost like he takes a complicated concept and just says, don't, yeah. don't think of it like yeah, that. Think, of it, just think of it like this. Yeah. Um, 
I can't remember what he said the other day um, about um, to do with. Oh, I said to you to do with Uber earlier about the um, about how he, he posted something on Instagram and it was to do with back in the day when we, when we were probably kids and we were really you know being taught by our parents oh, yeah. um, about never to talk to strangers and, and never yeah. to get in strangers' cars and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And now we're paying a premium to get in an Uber, and that to me is just. Pfft, blows that blows my mind it's so simple yet yeah. so like what it just gets you thinking about how the world has changed mm-hmm. in such a quick time yet parents still don't get it man yeah. <laughs> parents still don't get it and it is funny i i, I see you know i tried to you know my mum will be listening but <laughs> i don't mean to i don't mean to ruin your life mum but it's like <laughs> you know there's, there's there's a lot of things that you know she does she does great she's done great for me and you know i've i've, I've had the privilege in my life to have two sets of parents that have both been amazing um you know sheree will be listening as well she's been amazing for me and but however there are so many people out there that don't have that yeah. and i think if if you do feel like that and gary v is one of those people that you can just go to and he's almost like a parent <laughs> yeah. he's almost like a parent you could sit there and listen to him all day and he would be your parent he would structure you and he would say to you try this do this what's the worst that could happen this that and the other and you just when i listen to him i think well yeah what is the worst that could happen yeah. that's it and, and like, me and george talked before the podcast on gary v we're saying we are talking about this and the setup, and I was telling him about how many you were going to invest a bit of money and get yeah. a good setup. And we were saying, so it's going to cost a bit of money. And George was saying, oh, it's a bit of an investment, but it's really nothing in the grand scheme of things. And Gary V always talks about 20 to 30 should be when it's really high risk. Yeah. And this is high risk yeah. for us. I mean, it's not it's not that high risk, but it's high risk compared it, to no, just but that's getting a thing. It, and saving money. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is high risk for you. You know, for the amount of money that you're about to put into to your podcast, there's a relatively amount of that's a that's a good amount of money. Yeah, yes, you know, that's, it, it's not life changing money, no. but it's a it's a it's a lot of money for you both to put into something that essentially we don't know you don't know much yeah. about, and you're yeah. just essentially winging it. You're like, well, 100%. we both we both we, we both enjoy doing it, yeah. so let's just keep doing it. You had great support from your first one. Yeah. Um, you know, you had great views on that. So why not just keep doing it? Yeah. You know, you don't get it wrong. We said we said earlier, you are always going to get people that don't like what you do. Yeah, you're yeah. always going to get people that do that. But and as I said to you, it's because they don't want to do it themselves. Yeah. You know, the amount of hate that he, not hate, but the amount of like snarky comments you got at football when you said, "Oh, I've got a podcast." Is it banter though, or is it like it's banter? I don't really care. It's well, it's banter, but I think you know. <laughs> There's a fine, 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 yeah. Like, George, I've got Alex, exactly, exactly. I think there's a fine line between banter and then you start to actually offend someone. Yeah. No, no, no one's ever going to offend you at football. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but there are, you know, you know how the world is nowadays. You can, it's very, very easy to offend someone. Yeah. Well, ridiculously easy. On the easy. internet, people like it seems like that, but I don't think that's the truth, really. I think there's a lot of people who are very PC on the internet. Yes, yeah, so I think I think there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people that just want to talk shit over the internet, and there's a lot of people that just want to, and then play the victim exactly. And the, we need to get rid of it. <laughs> we need yeah, to I like. Think it's, it's definitely not getting. Of because oh, we're definitely not getting rid of it. When people play the victim, they seem to get support. Like, yep. it works well. Do you know why? Because misery loves company. <laughs> As Gary V says, misery loves company. 
It's as simple as that. Whenever you're miserable, you want to be around people. And he says, you know, like, I I don't actually learn this from Gary. I learned this beforehand, I found Gary, that about, you know, the law of association, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And if you think about that, this back to what Gary Vee says, he says, you know, anybody that's negative in your life, just cut them out. Yeah. You know, because if someone's bringing you down, why the hell do you want to hang around with them? Just cut them out. Yeah, I was actually talking to one of my mates about that the other day. Not Gary Vee's point of view, but like I said, doing... he invests a, a lot of time in people that don't, I guess, I don't know, how do you explain it? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what talking about. I just pretty much, I just told him he needs to invest his time into people that want him to, like people yep. that care about him and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what, so he's investing his time into someone that doesn't or someone that just brings him down? They don't bring him down, but I just don't think that they're... They're the right people. Yeah. I think he's better than the people that he's hanging out with. Yeah. Does he know, does he realise that? Does he does he know that? Because that's the that's that's the crucial. Yeah, that's true. Because if he doesn't know that he's not right where he is, then he needs to know. Yeah. See, so, yeah, it's, it's just hard. It's hard for me to. Like, it's none of my business, really. No, exactly. No, it's not. It's none of anyone's business but their own. Yeah. And but again, it goes back to that thing that you will you you know you you will do what's good for you. Yeah. And you you will make a decision based on on your own thing. You, your, situ- your situation and who you're surrounded by who you're surrounded by definitely influences your decisions yeah 100% um, I've learned that recently yeah we got any examples or or is it too yeah. personal yeah it's probably too personal too personal yeah yeah okay let's, uh, let's skip on that <laughs> <laughs> let's skip past that but yeah we'll cut me, that and me and George were talking before the podcast and it's funny um, we talked a lot bit before the podcast we did actually, but um, I, made, I said to George I said the biggest thing that me and you were probably worried about before going into this was just the judgment and the worry of like almost it was just we were a bit scared yeah mm-hmm. and, I, and i said to george that the like we got over that after the first night because we got so much support yeah it was crap it's pretty crazy it was pretty crazy and like in saying that i'm sure there's a lot of people talking shit about us behind our back but like you know it's not a big deal but so that was in my head that was probably my only hurdle yeah, was stopping me from doing that. Again, it it's just it just goes back to what's the worst that could happen. Exactly. Yeah. What's and the worst that could happen? You've spent you know whatever you've spent on your your setup, and then you've just gone okay, it didn't work. Yeah. And then you might occasionally get in a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of years time. Someone say, remember when you tried to start that podcast? Yeah. Yeah, and what did you start? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it's almost like well, it's. I mean, I make it sound so simple, but it's really not. It's so difficult to sit there sometimes and say and and take, you know, the the hit for these things because there's there's something that you want to pursue, there's something that you want to do, so that you just got to do them. Yeah. Because yeah. no one's going to do them for you. We're copping a lot of shit like how we talk, but I admit they're still watching it though. Like you're copping like the yeah, I copped a bit of shit at work for filming. You did. And stuff. But yeah, yeah so we it? did. We had a question on <laughs> on the out. second podcast. It was like, oh, what was your what would, how would you define success? Yeah. And I. I pretty much went on like a bit of a rant. Oh, that's a good question. We'll come back to that. We'll yeah, come well, back you to can that. answer it too because we already answered it in the second yeah. podcast. But I said myself, um, it'd just be feeling fulfilled every day. And then yeah. a lot of people were like quoting me. They were like, oh, so. Feeling fulfilled as long today. As you feel fulfilled, mate. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It exactly. was funny, but it's like. You know, like yeah, it's still that sort of. But that 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 to me is banter. Like that's yeah, something yeah, that you're just gonna have to deal yeah. with. That's something you're gonna have to deal with. You know, you can come back to that when your podcast gets a million views yeah. a week. And it's also it's like comforting to get banter because if you don't get banter, it's like people are scared to well, be honest with you. Pe- yeah. People, if you don't get banter about what you're doing, people aren't watching. 
Exactly, that's true. what I was saying. Like, if they're saying it to him, it means they're watching it. Mm. So, and I've got a lot of shit from my mates back home, but it, it means matter. they're still watching it. Exactly, yeah. they're watching and you. And we got, one, <laughs> we got one person say, what was it? We did a Q&A and it was like, use a shit or something. Or something like that. I was like, well, why are you wasting time watching this? Oh, exactly. Like, you're yeah. still That's in what I find funny about the like the haters and the yeah. you know the people like that. They just want to. I find it funny how they just spend so much time thinking about this. They will literally spend ten minutes on your Instagram video yeah. to watch it, to comment on it, to bring you down. When it's just you're just you, you'll probably just sit there and laugh at it. Exactly. Like it's, it's not going to affect you're you. You're wasting your time watching shit you don't like. Exactly. Like, yeah. That you don't like. Exactly. Well, I suppose we haven't really copped any. No, other, not other really. Than one message, like we haven't copped anything. No. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know, you're off to a good start. But yeah, you know, that, so. So I reckon, I reckon you kind of got to put it down to the the, the every hundred people that watch this podcast, ten of them are going to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a good ratio to go with. I'm happy with that. Yeah, same. Good, ninety percent. It is. I think it'd be a bit more when we start putting our views out there certain topics <laughs> well that's where you just got to be strong in your Fuck view off. that's where you just got to be strong yeah. in your view and know what you're talking about because yeah. if you don't then people are going to grass you up yeah I mean, <laughs> know that. but yeah success yeah how would you how, so like we answered that question yeah. on a previous podcast but what, is, what would success be for you um success for me is is everyone including myself around me is happy so I would, that comes down to, you know, I'd, it's, it, I think if I, if I was to wake up every morning and not have to worry financially about paying my bills, yeah. that's happiness for me. And that's, that's success. Uh, if I have to, if I wake up every morning and everyone around me and everyone I live with, so friends, family, and they're all happy and I haven't, I haven't got any worries of paying my own bills, that to me is success. And everyone around me is happy. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I'm happy when people around me are happy. If people around me are, you know, what, sad and you know, I think that's not it's not a nice place to live, is it? No. It's not a nice place to be. Um, so yeah, if people around me are happy and financially, I haven't got to worry about much. I think I'm, I think I'm successful. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can all worry about buying a Ferrari one day, but it's <laughs> not really, it's not, it's not really a worry, is yeah. it? So yeah, for me, that's that's success. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. I think that also you said that everyone around you is happy. That kind of almost relates back to Gary Vee's thing where he talks about the five people you surround yourself with. Yep. You know, you, cho- you, you choose who you follow. That's it. Yeah. You choose who you follow and you, you don't have to put up with the shit that people give you if you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it, I, it, I say it like it's so simple, but it's so difficult to drop a mate. <laughs> it's so difficult just to drop someone out of your life. Yeah. It's so difficult. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've done it because I haven't. I haven't had to drop anyone out of my life. That I haven't had to sit here and go, you're negative, get out of my life. So there's not people like that in your life? No. That's, that's, that's a good thing. No, no, there isn't until this podcast goes on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, there isn't. Um, there has been in the past and, you know, people people that are listening know me that this will be, you know, this will be residing with them and they can relate back to the time in which, you know, we, we talked about the times when, you know, we were in these cults and we were in these companies and all this kind of stuff. You know, around that time, there was, there was a lot of hate. There was a lot of, you know, that was probably one of the worst parts in one of the, you know, most difficult parts for me, not worst, but difficult parts for me emotionally yeah. to deal with as a person was when you, you tried to stand out from the crowd. 
when you try to stand out from the crowd, that's when the crowd brings you down and they start yeah. to stone you. That's that's <laughs> really when it's hard. See, it's it's funny though, like when you try something different, you really see who your mates are. They're coming like yeah. Credit to our friends, like all of our friends have been like solid, fully supportive. And, yeah, like, we have like a pretty big group of friends. I would say compared to your average person, like yeah, because I know, guess dropping a mate would be hard. Would you trust? Well. Do you trust them all? No. Well, yeah, I think you're lying if you say. Right? Yeah, 100 would have trust more, but then there's like it's a different kind of trust. But it's like, what what do I have to trust them with? Yeah, yeah. I don't have yeah, anything true, to yeah. trust them with, and it, yeah. and it would it's very unlikely that it would come to a situation where I'm like, oh fuck, I've got to really trust this bloke with this. Yeah. So I just don't, you know, there's probably three or four. We're kind of friends in like we're a group of friends in a group of friends, though, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I would say I would say I've probably got. I mean, I, I've only been here three months, so I'm not really, you know, I haven't, I haven't got many people here that I could go to and so-called call friends. But yeah. back home, I've probably got a, a close circle of about four lads, close yeah. circle that I would genuinely trust. Yeah. Um, apart from, I, w- I wouldn't call the others acquaintances because I'm not that type of person. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. They're mates. Do you know what I mean? They're mates. Yeah. But there's. There's kind of you know you there's kind of people that you would have you know that you you know have as your your best man at your wedding yeah you yeah. know you know what I mean there's that that's, man yeah, that's there's I mean. that the man and the then there's the people at the wedding yeah you know what I mean so there's that there's that yeah. best yeah, man and then there's the people wedding. at that wedding yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good Gary V over here how old are you, <laughs> you? twenty three but yeah that's that's my view on the whole situation anyway so. So, did you just mention, where, where in the UK are you from? I'm from Northampton in the UK. So, Northampton is about, is very central. So, it's close to Birmingham. It's only an hour, an hour and a half drive from central London. Um, so, yeah, very central. So, there's no beaches. There's hardly any sun. There's, um, yeah, no, it's a lot different to here. <laughs> Put it that way. Here is, is yeah, is a different, is a different ball game entirely. Are you ever here to play soccer? Like, are you that? Uh, I am definitely well. It's, it's not like were you bought? Is what I'm saying. Like no, okay. no. So I was. I came. I came over here um, as a as a, to try something new. Okay. I came over here just to try something new. I've got family over here, so yeah. I came to stay with them. Um, and then I just started playing for yeah. surfers, and then that's it, really. And then yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I've, my my mate who will be, will be listening lands on well, tomorrow morning, so our time tomorrow morning. Wednesday morning. Tuesday. Choose... Well. Yeah, he'll come on. What's his name? He, he, Callum. He'll hundred percent come on. The plan is, so we're getting a new. Yeah, we'll have four mics. We're going to get a new set with four more access. Yeah. So much easier. So hopefully by the time your mate and. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're off. Then. We're off, as I said to you. We're off for the next two weeks. Uh, we're yeah. taking a few flights to, to a couple of places, and then um, then we're back, and then we can do some stuff. Wait, for so you're sure. away from. You're not playing soccer next week. No. Oh, I'm playing tomorrow night. We've got oh, a game. To, yeah, I'm playing tomorrow night. Playing you're not playing tomorrow night. <laughs> That's it. We're, we're going to lose now. <laughs> no, we've got easy games. True. No, I haven't. We've got Mudgy, and then we've got Broadbeach and Coomera. Do we play Broadbeach on Saturday? Yeah, I think. Don't quote me to I'll that. I play Saturday. I don't play next week. Oh, do you not play tomorrow? You not playing tomorrow night? No, I play tomorrow night. Oh, you are. I'll yeah. Play Saturday, and then the following week I'm not playing. I'm away. Tomorrow night should be a good game. I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I'm not looking forward at all. That's Why? Because it's going to be. It's not even a game. It's, oh, true. It's boring. Yeah. We've got some shit team. 
You watch this go out and get fucked. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Now this will get aired, and that's it. We get pumped so eight nil. <laughs> 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 no, but like, did you just lose to shit cunts recently? Wow, um, not really shit cunts. We lost to Broadbridge. I swear you were and then we lost to Burley. Yeah, I would say Burley. On the bounce. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Cause it so, was rough. We were, six, we were six points clear. I'll put Dan down to that for getting sent off. Yeah, fuck you. Dan. Fuck you, Dan. Um, <laughs> He'll so, be watching. We were six points clear. Yeah. And then we lost two on the bounce. Mm-hmm. And that put us back to even. Yeah. And then we beat Narang. Which Narang, so we had a pretty rough draw. We went, so we were first. We were second, third, fourth, and fifth consecutively. Jeez. Yeah. And then it didn't go well. So what is now? We're still equal. We're we yeah. Second on goal difference. Yeah. But yeah, and then we drew. That that will go up tomorrow. We'll be first tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That will go up tomorrow. I am gonna score tomorrow, and I haven't scored yet. Apart from in training. But um, no. One of the things that I wanted to touch on with the uh, well, fo- football aspect here in Australia is what's different to the UK. Mm. Is so all the people that were watching from the UK that are from my from my from my socials and that know me yeah from that know me um we're used to on we will train so my club where i came from we we train on a wednesday night Uh, that's it we won't train twice we train on a wednesday night and we play games saturday um and it and we may play a game you know we play about three midweek games a year um but on a saturday the reserve team won't play the same team as the first grade it just won't it's unheard of it doesn't happen um so we, you, if no team will both get drawn at home you'll all get one away one home whereas here it's a case of reserve grade and first grade both travel to the same club the same night and it will and that that for me was weird especially when i played first grade and then was asked to go on the bench again i was like you're kidding me i'm blowing out my ass already and now, <laughs> now you're asking me to play again um and that was at palm beach my first game was palm beach that was a shit Away. We won derbies? that game. We were very lucky huh? to win that game. You said Derby. Who is, who's your biggest rival? Probably Broadbeach. You wouldn't know. Broadbeach. Broad, definitely Broadbeach. From from what I've heard from, from Matt, it's Broadbeach. And it was definitely like... You but Matt doesn't like There's Broadbeach. more, a lot more people there. And people yelling at you on the side. It's definitely the most local one though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's so close. It's so close. Like, um, there isn't... Yeah, there is a few... Yeah, there is actually in the UK. Yeah, we do get some close ones. Um... But here, how many leagues do you have to go up here? So you go from the GCPL, which is the Gold Coast Premier League, which we're in, yeah. and then you go to what? So, so we're in Queensland, right? Yeah. So it goes, it'll go Gold Coast Premier League. Yeah. It'll go Queensland Premier League. Yeah. And then it goes National Premier League. Yeah. And then it goes A League. Right. Okay. But essentially, essentially. That's like, like three leagues away from the top yeah, flight football in Australia. Not that far. Well, skill yeah. level obviously it'd be a lot better. But essentially, like you know, leagues. the NPL, the QPL, and the Premier League, yeah. they're all, they're, I mean, semi-professional, if you will. Yeah, I think if you were to compare the A-League to an English style of football, I think it would probably be what, League One? League One. Definitely League One Championship. championship. So, like, a bit, so, you know, we have players that have moved to England, so Aaron Moyes is like, a yeah. top-notch example he's played, yeah. he's played in the Premier League now but mm-hmm. he went from the A-League to the Championship and that was a big move because clearly the Championship is just more competitive and the A-League plays I don't know 30 games tops a yeah. season and they're playing cup games against NPL sides which are like you know they can they can be an A-League side but it's, mm-hmm. it's just they're not they're not at the stage where you're going to see an NPL side beat an A-League side 
yeah. to the cup. So the it's just when you talk about the tiers of football in Australia, it's just it's just well ridiculous. from what I've seen from obviously we've just played not we but Apollo have just played um, Olympic, Olympic in the FFA Cup. And for the English people watching as well, they they don't call it the FA Cup here. They add an F. It's called the, the FFA Cup. Australia. Yeah, it's <laughs> called the FFA Cup here. Copy. You can't copy the FA Cup. It's called the FFA Cup. They could have just, like, just changed the letter like that. Yeah, they could have done something, but add an F. <laughs> so, yeah, we played... Um, Surface Paradise played Olympic in the FFA Cup. And I was watching, I was there, and Olympic... So Olympic are an NPL side, aren't so they? So Olympic, I think, are at the top of the NPL. At the top of the NPL. So that's one before... That's essentially the league below the A-League. So that's the league below the A-League, Your right? Team our, Your team is, team. our first grade team is... They only four. just managed to beat our first grade team. See, yeah. That's the thing. Like, it's that's like, what I mean. That's the class of difference that we're playing with here. Is, um, And I watched the Olympic team play, and they weren't, like, fantastic... Yeah. They, were, they were a good team. They were better than we were. They kept the ball well. They moved it fast, and they 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 took the chances they had. Um, but from a point of, I think we did. I think first grade did well against them. I think they 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 matched up positions and they matched up well against them. But it's just one. It's just one of those things. There's a reason you play in the NPL, and yeah. there's a reason we play in the Gold Coast Premier League. To be honest, I think the the difference between a player like so you look at surface first team. Yep. I think the difference between the players isn't a real whole isn't a whole lot. I think a lot of the players that play first first team in a lot of the, like say the top four teams on the coast in the Gold Coast Premier League, they a lot of them players could play in the NPL. Yeah, well, our right back drags. He's from the NPL. Yeah, you know, Teddy's played in the NPL. Well, look at our, our centre back came from, in in Rezzy's came from the NPL. Yeah, from Gold Coast United. So um, there's not there's not a whole lot of difference. It's just. The players that are in the Gold Coast Premier League, that are that are top players, it's like they just don't really want the commitment of the NPL because the NPL you travel every weekend, you go on the fucking cans, you're yeah. flying there, you know, you train three times a week, and you know it may not seem much, but when you're working full time and then you're doing this, you know, that's yeah. big, it's a massive commitment. Well, that's the thing with the NPL, you've kind of got to is that is that NPL you're flying to places every week because if you're working as well, yeah. Like that—that's a serious commitment, unless they're paying you a serious amount of money. Well, I don't think they're getting paid that much. Yeah, I really don't know. Not when I say serious amount of money, I don't mean hundreds of thousands a week. I mean, you know, they're paying you, you know, nine hundred to a thousand bucks a week. Yeah. Maybe I have no idea to be honest, but I think maybe top clubs like there'll probably be like five to ten players in the NPL in Queensland. I can't speak for Sydney because I live in Sydney, but in Queensland, I think that the top. Maybe ten players might get like very questionably might get a thousand bucks a week. Yeah. But I think the majority might be on like a hundred to two hundred a game. Yeah. And then just and then don't don't trouble getting paid. I don't think so. Hush hush. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it very much. It wouldn't. I don't know. You don't. Know. You don't know. No, you don't. And uh, I just maybe we, could, we should get someone on and just ask them about that. <laughs> yeah. Let's get. Let's just get. Let's I just get. Gomez is on two fifty a game. Yeah, I heard that as well. Yeah, Gomez is on two fifty a game. Said Buckingham's on three hundred. Yeah. We're joking. Lucas Lefebvre. Yes. Three fifty, I heard. Four hundred, I heard. Oh really? <laughs> but yeah, no. The football is a lot different out here. Um, 
you know, I was one of the most surprising things for me was the turnout from the first game and all the refs had earpieces. Oh, that's a that's a load of shit. Do I they? say that too. All of the all of the refs here yeah, have earpieces, they so they talk to each other. Work. Even <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they bloody well don't if they carry on the way they're going because they can't <laughs> even talk. They can't even make decisions correctly. And even when they need to have a discussion, they run together. Yeah. So either they're not working or they just don't. Yeah, they're, they're clearly not working. They got like a bit of um, tape just there holding yeah. the earpieces. Yeah, and ridiculous. and the facilities here are. They're not much different to the UK, but the pitches are a lot different. If you go to a pitch in the UK, it is bobbly, especially at the you know when it comes into the winter season. You're playing on mud. Yeah. It's raining. You're playing on mud the, because it's because it gets really cold. The balls get really hard. It's just virtually impossible conditions to play in. It's horrible. Whereas here, you know, you you know, you Australians would call this winter. <laughs> it's, cold, <laughs> it's not. I turned up to training the other week, right, and and some of the lads had snoods on, and thermals. I mean, it was eighteen degrees. A bit of strange. Nah, it wasn't. Eight, it was like ten. Oh, ten. You want to? You want to play in? You want to play in minus four? Fuck that. You mean you're climatized? You you say the same thing six months. You'll be like, oh, it's minus four. Man. Minus four in the UK over Christmas. Honestly, training minus four when you're literally sweeping the pitch with snow first. That's your warm-up. That's your warm-up is, is shoveling the snow off the pitch so that you can play and leaving white lines. <laughs> leaving the box. But so, yeah, that's England. When you were in the UK as a youngster, did you ever like, um, really try and seek out the professional football? Uh, I wouldn't... Oh. I think I've, I I wouldn't say I seeked it, but I did to a degree. I did so in England you can uh, you can go from so you do your your school, um, and you and then you go to college. I don't know if it's the same here. You go from straight to school to college. Do that here. Class. Well, we go. What college? In so college col- is college university or no college um, co- university you you do after college. I think. Oh, so okay. college is like high school. So high school, yeah. So yeah. School six. So yeah. you... No, we finished school at year 11. Yes, yeah, so, no, oh, so college. Oh, no, so college, college is probably the same as uni. Okay, well, that's like... So we do primary school, which is year one to six. Yeah. And then when you're in year six, you turn 12 that year. Yeah. And then you do high school, which yeah, is... Yeah, from prom, seven till... Seven till 12 for us. So, right, so do you have a sixth form? I guess that's... It. So you say you go to 11... Do you do 11 then do 6th form? So yeah, you go to 11, then you do one or two years at 6th form, then you, that's instead of going to college. Okay. And then you do uni. So for us, we go to, we just go 7 till 12, and then year 12, year 11 is kind of important, but year 12 is when you get your, your mark, which then determines what university you can go to. Yeah. Stupid yes, no, that is true. Yeah, you can go to yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming to me now. You can go to college or uni at the same time. Okay. okay. So straight from year twelve, you can go. Obviously, I, I went to college, so I didn't do the uni, so I didn't know. Yeah. Um, but my college was I did a. You can do a football scholarship, which is basically you'd go to a college and you would. I I learn um like sports coaching, so my course was sports coaching, but you play as a full time footballer for the college. So you train every day. You play matches in the week, and then you play for your clubs outside of college as well. So I was training every day of every of every week, playing at the weekends and playing in the week as well. So I'd have two games a week, and I'd train all week. Um, and I did that for I did that for two years at one college in close to me in Northampton, and then I did one in London 
uh, St Albans area, so Hertfordshire, um, and did a year there. And that was me trying to get. It was the it was the last year at St Albans that I got my closest, which was I, I kind of I didn't in the end, but I I did get asked to go to Dundee United, but it didn't happen in the end. Yeah. Um, but that that was the literally the closest I ever got. Yeah. And at that point, you kind of say, um, well, I need to think of something else now. Yeah. Um, you take that hit as you you know your boyhood dream That's of being hard, a footballer, man. and you and you just think ah, oh, it's never worked. And then you just crack on and you crack on and then you just go get a job and you play for the fun of it then instead yeah. of the, the serious amount of, of going to pursue a career. Fair enough. See, it's funny, like, I mean, you meet a lot, like, you meet, we've met a few people from the UK and they're all like, oh, fuck, I had a, I had a um, contract as, like, a seven year old. Yeah. Is this, like, see, like, I, I, know, how good, um, like, I know how good you are and I don't want to sound like I'm fucking duking horn, but, yeah. like, you're a pretty good player. So yeah, no, the... the when you're in when you're at the in the UK if you're part of a professional football club um, I don't believe that you train like a professional footballer until you're in college level so until you're until you've done your your education you don't I don't think you train as in the day so you definitely go to school in the day yeah. whether that's contract based I don't know but you 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 go to school in the day and then you train in the evenings or you do that and then and then it comes to when you finish your education your club will then offer you something and it will usually be educational based so even at Manchester United they will be on a college course whilst playing at Manchester United okay. it's usually the, the way that they do it it's smart, just because it, it gives the kids yeah. a bit of backup I suppose as to what they're going to do uh, I know they do that for my love. I know they do that at Northampton Town. They did that at a lot of a lot of clubs at that level. So League Two, League One do that. I'm not entirely sure whether they do it in the Premier League or not. Um, but they definitely. I'm sure they do school first. As in, they don't get you know Premier League contracts where they're getting paid until they're at least well, what, 15, 16. Yeah, I know, but you know, you just hear. And you like us Australians, we don't know whether it's bullshit or not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you know, I'm Australian. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know, so yeah. You know, people come over and they, you know, I was a fucking. However, I do know, I do know, it, I do know. In Germany, if you're if you're part of a professional club in Germany, you train full time throughout school. As in, you'd make the sacrifice to not go to school. You go. That's why Germany is so efficient with their footballers, yeah. because they train them from around the age of ten, full time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's English football for you, and German. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't really know what else to say in regards yeah. to that. I don't know where do we want to go. We've been gone for a while. I actually I didn't expect to go this long. Oh fuck. Questions that we want you guys to answer in the comments. Yep. So we've obviously co covered Messi versus Ronaldo. We want your opinions on this. Yes, without too much hate for me, <laughs> I want you to name whether you agree with me or whether you don't. Um, and be nice if you don't. That's um, what I'm saying. You don't have to be nice. <laughs> you do. You have to be nice. Um, you know, Feel free to contact me <laughs> directly if you have some hate mail for me. We will definitely include all of George's social. I mean, we want... Yeah. Just, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty active on Instagram and Snapchat. To be fair, that's all yeah. I'm really active on. Um, I have Facebook, but it's mainly just for family. Yeah. Okay. We'll go. We'll go, we'll go Instagram. Yeah. Like, yep. 
yeah, so if everyone can leave a comment, leave a comment about the Ronaldo because I, I I'm genuinely interested as whether my opinion is just sucks ass or it's a it's a valid opinion and people agree. Um, I think some people people definitely disagree because. We just have some messy bum lickers out there, don't we? <laughs> um, and yeah, so people will definitely disagree. And you know, if you if you follow Gary V, just let us know what you like about Gary V because it, I I like him a lot. I follow him a lot, and I'd like to know everyone else's opinion on on Gary V. And and if you have any if you have any guests that you'd like us to get on, even like, I know so so small, we probably can't get like some any, big ones, some big ones. But you know, even if you know someone who you think would be interested in this, I think it'd be good at, even if you want to come on. Yeah, even if yeah, the yeah. even if the viewer that is watching, if they feel like they can just come on and and talk, then I think that's that's valid. You know, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We've had we've got a few lined up with people who've just done exactly that. And, you know, we're super open, so. Yeah, you know, I think that'd be great. I think because I'm gonna definitely going to continue watching, and obviously we're going to do some other stuff in the next couple of weeks. George is now our resident football pundit. Resident, <laughs> resident football pundit. I don't know if I go that far. Um, I'm no Gary Neville, but I'm. Um, no, I, I enjoyed it. It's fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's been fun. It has been fun. And we'll definitely do it again and I'll express my more valid opinion about Ronaldo. Fair enough. Well, next time you're on, we'll definitely be on the Good Podcast setup. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. And it'll definitely be in the new setup that we have in the works at the moment. So. Yes, let's get it. Run it. Yeah. We'll have to be it. today. We've been going for an hour and a half, or oh, an hour and 20, so... Appreciate everyone who's listened and followed. Don't forget to subscribe yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. We haven't said this in our... Either. You haven't said to subscribe. You've got to like, subscribe. You gotta like the video, like subscribe to the comment. channel. Like, if you co- make sure you comment because, you know, we just want, we want that engagement. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everyone leave your opinion. We appreciate all of you. Thanks so Last much. person to watch this video is going to win a car. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yes. George. That's it. I'll Thanks. pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.